Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. This is episode number 58. I am so excited to have you here. Before I introduce our guest today, I want to let you know two exciting things. There are three winners of a second 30-minute call with me, Joyful Coach Steph, and I also want to let you know that this limited time offer is still available. So if you didn't hear about this last week, here's what it is. I am giving you a chance to chat with me on the phone for 30 minutes. It's a free coaching session, and I felt God tell me that I just need to offer this for free. I am so, so passionate about helping Christian moms and really all Christian women, but specifically Christian moms, really get clear on what God is calling to you, calling you to in this current season. What is God asking you to focus on? Where can you grow in your faith life? What, how is he asking you to show up for your family right now? What are those callings and those passions he's put on your heart? I cannot wait to dive into that with you. And these are called faithful focus sessions. We are getting clear on where God is calling you right now. So that's the faith part. The focus is let's get focused. Let's create an action plan. And I just want to share with you my three-step focus framework. And here it is. You've got to start by clearing space in your schedule and mind to connect with the Lord. And then you've got to identify your priorities and plan your days around those priorities. And then next, you got to create a focused action plan so that you can get that joyful, intentional life that you want, and you can start implementing these action items. I am so happy to help you do that. And this is open for just a limited time. So hop on this offer right now. Click the link in the show notes to schedule a time on the Calendly app or website. If the times don't work for you, reach out to me. Send me an email at 500 seconds to joy at gmail.com or find me on Instagram, 500 seconds to joy podcast. And I'm happy to chat with you more, explain more, but really, we're just going to get you focused, mama friend. Let's focus on your faith, your family life, and your God given passions. So sign up for that free 30 minute call with me a faithful focus session. I can't wait to chat with you soon. And in today's episode, I am chatting with, um, oh, I forgot to announce the three winners. Okay. The three winners of a second 30 minute call with me because you left a review on Apple podcast app, rainy blue, Jacqueline Fernstead and Catherine Schaefer. So if that's you send me a message on Instagram or email me, let me know you're a winner. And I can't wait to talk with you for two 30-minute sessions. It's going to be awesome. And my guest today is Maisie Robinson. So we had a two-part conversation. She is a podcaster as well. It's called Rooted and Established, such a good podcast. And she's all about mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And today we're talking about self-worth, such an important topic, friends. We need to talk about this more and more, especially for women, especially for moms, Christian moms. We need to hear this message and I just want you to say to yourself right now, I am worthy and I am loved. And I cannot wait for you to hear part one of my conversation with Maisie Robinson. Enjoy, friends. Hi, Maisie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to, to be with y'all today. Yes, me too. And you're a podcaster yourself. It's always fun interviewing podcasters. And everybody, I have Maisie Robinson she has a podcast called Rooted and Established, and it's all about mental, emotional, and spiritual. 
spiritual health, which I love. Um, and you are a licensed professional counselor in Atlanta, Georgia. You talk about yes. self-worth and I just love everything you share on your podcast. I have listened to your episodes and I just really enjoy the focus of cultivating joy, courage, and freedom. I feel like those three words are really powerful and as you know, my podcast is 500 Seconds to Joy, so yes. definitely resonate with that. Um, so yeah, welcome. I'm excited to have you talk with us today about, you know, worthiness and just our inherent self-worth yeah. as children of God. I think it's so powerful, and most women need to be reminded of that. Mm -hmm. I think most people need to mm -hmm. be reminded of that. Um, yes. So yeah, before we, you know, get started... Um, could you just introduce yourself and chat with us about um, just your life's work in this realm of counseling and healing and supporting people in their journey to really, you know, cultivate that joy, courage, and freedom in their life? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so uh, as you said, I am Maisie Robinson. I am a licensed professional counselor and speaker here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I specialize in helping women find their true voice as they navigate self-worth, self-esteem challenges, relationship concerns, and life stage transitions. I have been a therapist now for almost 15 years, which is kind of crazy for me to, to say out loud because it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but I feel like, wow, that's like an actual career of doing something. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yes, I have been a therapist for almost 15 years. My uh, anniversary will actually be this fall. Um, I am also the founder and director of Cultivate. Cultivate is an organization that encourages women to cultivate joy, courage, and freedom in their lives through our counseling center, which is here in Atlanta, and our bi-monthly gatherings for women. We encourage women in their pursuit of emotional and spiritual health. And we believe that all women deserve access and opportunity. They deserve the access to excellent, affordable counseling, and they deserve the opportunity to be free of old hurts and old habits. Um, I am also married. I have been married for 17 years, which again, feels like a very adult number, um, mm -hmm. but we will uh, have been married 17 years this summer, and we have two little boys, a nine-year-old and a four-and-a-half-year-old. And so, yeah, and we're just hunkering down here in Atlanta during the pandemic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I just love what you're doing. It's so powerful how you create you. these gatherings. I, I think, I mean, that really resonated with me when I started reading about what you do, because I think so much of what we experience is shared. Mm -hmm. And I think that community aspect can be really powerful. Um, mm -hmm. of course, one-on-one -on -one counseling is very powerful, but then the community aspect, I think brings it to another level where it's that shared experience and, you know, a community of women supporting you and knowing yes. that, you know, they're seeking the same thing and you can help each other on that journey. And I feel like, and I think there's research behind this that, mm -hmm. you know, when you're doing something with someone else, you know, mm -hmm. you that community aspect, it really helps you take that action. It helps you make those steps toward positive change because you have that accountability. Yes, absolutely. So I really, really like that. 
Yes, you're exactly right that when we do something with others, when we have a support network, a support system, when we have connection, um, we are more likely to move into change, whatever change it is that we're wanting to create in our life. And yes, everything that you just said was really the original motivating factor for starting Cultivate. It was um, we wanted to give women in Atlanta an opportunity to gather together and to learn together and to grow together and and really pursue both emotional and spiritual health. Um, you know, the idea for Cultivate came to me in 2014, and I sat on the idea for like three years before having the courage to gather some friends and, and really uh, bring it to life. But it was this idea of how can we encourage women to pursue emotional and spiritual health? Because I noticed that there were a lot of organizations doing a great job encouraging emotional health. And then, of course, the the church and other um, spiritual organizations does a wonderful job encouraging um, spiritual health. But I, I did not see someone or a group that was doing both. And in my experience as a therapist, I really believe that it it is both, you know, um, we can't be emotionally healthy without a foundation of, of spiritual health, without faith, without a, a belief that we are not alone, that God is with us, that God is bigger and more powerful and can see farther down the road than we can. But also we can't be spiritually healthy uh, without our emotional health, without knowing how we feel and being able to identify and talk about our feelings. And so, yes, just being a community where women could do that together. That was the the original heartbeat, uh, if you will, behind Cultivate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, to move into, I think this idea of worthiness, self, self-worth, it does yeah. come from the Bible. So there's a spiritual aspect. Yes. And there is also that emotional aspect, you know, that mental health, like what yeah. that, that mindset is, what's that loop in your head that you're yeah. speaking to yourself on a daily basis. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of interested to hear you know, how you work with your clients who struggle with self-worth, you know, how, how do you encourage them or lead them, you know, in realizing they're inherently worthy because Mm -hmm. of who they are and whose they are, Mm -hmm. not because of what they do. And, you know, there's so much perfectionism and busyness and focus on productivity and, Yet we forget, I think so often, especially high achieving women, mm-hmm. um, you know, go getters, let's yeah. say, yeah. you know, we, we forget to be, we forget to yeah. tap into that inside part of ourself yeah. that is, is good enough and worthy just because, because God created us and we're made in his image. So how do you walk through this struggle with self-worth with your clients? Yes, I think that's such a great question, and it's a big question. Um, and so I, I have a couple of different trains of thought, but I, I will I'll start with this. I think the the first thing that I try to do with clients is really identify the problem, so to speak. You know, with with some individuals, we know we struggle with low self-worth. We, we know that um, we're, we're chasing production, we're chasing performance. We know that to-do list is determining how we feel about ourselves. You know, we have that awareness. But for others, 
um, they maybe don't realize that they are hanging their self-worth on a to-do list or on a resume or on how their children are behaving. And so, you know, with a lot of clients, it's, it's really just kind of identifying what is, what is going on. Um, because I think for a lot of people, they just see it as, well, I, I just like to be busy. I just like to always be working on something or I, I'm not really a perfectionist. I just like to have things a certain way and to do things well. And, um, you know, I, I really love helping people and, and what people don't always realize is that perfectionism or the, the busy beeness or the people pleasing or the over accommodating, all of that is connected to self-worth issues. And so, you know, it's beginning to, to realize and to kind of tease out like, you know, with people pleasing, for instance, do I really love serving others or sometimes do I serve others in hopes of feeling loved, in hopes of believing that I'm lovable, in hopes of finally feeling worthy, um, if you will. And so just for initially beginning to identify, oh, what am I attaching my self-worth to? One of the images that I sometimes use with clients is imagine you have a bunch of hangers hanging on the wall and the there's one hanger and there's a sign that says body image and there's another hanger and there and it's a sign that says my children and another hanger with a sign that says um, the house that I live in and another hanger that says um, how much I get done during the day. And what often happens is it's like we, I wish you could see what I'm doing, but it's like we take our worth off from around our shoulders and we just start hanging it on those hangers. And so Mm -hmm. our body image is determining our worth or how our children are behaving is determining our worth or what our house looks like is determining our worth or how much we got done during the day is determining our worth. And so really then becoming aware of all of the things that you are letting determine your worth and essentially have a lot of power. Uh, in your life, you know, the power to determine how you feel about yourself, how you feel, you know, for those of us who who know what it's like to be in a low self-worth spiral, um, we often feel uh, a little prickly when we're in that spiral and we're more likely to snap at someone. We're more likely to be impatient because we're feeling impatient with ourselves. And so we're going to project that onto someone else. And so just beginning to identify and lovingly and honestly admitting to yourself, whoa, I am letting my production, I am letting whether or not I'm a perfect mom, wife, friend, employee, boss, determine if I am worthy or not. I'm letting that determine my worth. And then I think kind of the the next step where we can go is okay, where, where do these messages come from? Where did I, or where do I hear the message that if I get everything done on my to-do list, then I'm a better person? You know, where did I begin to hear the message that if I look a certain way, I'm more lovable, I'm more worthy. And so it's important to identify the origin of the messages, not necessarily to place blame, but to like I said, identify the origin of the message so that we understand the message a little bit more, the, the lie, the, the untrue message um, a little bit more 
because that's then going to determine how we begin our healing and how we then begin to restore the truth in our minds that yes, we are worthy. And the the thing that I always like to communicate to my clients and to people that I speak with is that we are worthy. Stop. End of sentence. Period. We are worthy. Our worth is unshakable. It is unchanging. It cannot increase. It cannot decrease. And regardless of what we do, what we say, what we don't do, what we don't say, we are as worthy when we wake up in the morning and and we are as worthy when we go to sleep at night. And that really is where we want to move to in in our work on self-worth is that regardless of what happens during the day, you can wake up in the morning and say, regardless of what happens today, I know that I am worthy and I'm lovable and I'm loved. And when your head hits the pillow that night, you can say, regardless of what happened today, I know that I'm worthy and I'm loved and I'm lovable. And the reason we can rest and be really rooted in that truth of I am worthy is because our worth is not based on anything that we do. Our worth is a grace infused worth. You are worthy because you were born loved by a loving, loving, good, good father. And the moment breath came out of your mouth, you were worthy. And that does not change throughout our life, regardless of our mistakes or our successes. That was definitely inspiring to me. Thank you. I am going to be honest and say that I am the type of person the hanger would be productivity mm-hmm. because yeah. I love getting things done oh yeah and as a mom I think it's shocking when you first become a mom how much you cannot get done it's yeah. so frustrating <laughs> right and it's right. kind of a crash course in like oh what are you clinging to mm-hmm. um what are those things that you take off I like that image taking something off of yourself and putting Mm -hmm. it on a hanger Mm -hmm. Um, so what are those external things that you use to define your internal worth Um, Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm just going to come out and say productivity is is definitely one that I struggle with and a lie that I fight every day because Mm -hmm. wouldn't you agree these lies are things that we have to fight and kind of rewire our brain to believe that we are worthy even if we don't get anything done all day yes. besides keep ourselves and our kids alive. I mean, I think yeah. a lot of moms are probably struggling with that right now because yeah. being home with kids, sometimes you don't get anything done except, you know, feed everybody and keep everyone alive. And that mm-hmm. is still a lot. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot you do in there. <laughs> Um, That's right. Dishes and preparing food. It's a lot. It's not like you haven't done anything, but it feels like, oh, I didn't get much done today. I didn't have anything checked off my list. Um, So I'm just wondering, you know, how can we move from this lie of I am my productivity, Mm -hmm. I am my to do list, Mm -hmm. I'm worthy because I got something done, and then move into like specifically for moms. you know, I'm worthy because God says I'm worthy. Is that something that you suggest your clients to speak over themselves out loud every day? Do you suggest journaling? 
That's it for part one. If you want to hear the answer to that question, tune into part two right now. Bye for now.